0: This is the Chilinoy Podcast.
1: I think it's a good idea to be paranoid now and again. I think people are entirely too cocky for the situation that we're
2: confronted with. What this life actually is, we're, we're on a fucking giant ball that's spinning in space and nobody talks about it. This
0: episode was recorded on Saturday, July 11th around 9.30 a.m.
2: This is Cole Preston from the Chilinoy Podcast.
0: And I'm Justine from Queens.
2: All right, why don't we just jump right into the show today, Justine. um, This is a show that I think people are excited to hear. Um, But I just want to, before we jump in, I've got two things I'd like to say. First of all, we're about to switch over to Skype, so you'll hear a considerable drop in quality. Uh, Second of all, um, this video version of the podcast will be uploaded on YouTube. Um, Surprise, I've actually got a third announcement to make. disclosures um, I personally have recommended Cresco products to people in the past past specifically their liquid live resin cartridges um, we just did a giveaway with Cresco um, I really like their liquid live resin cartridges I think they're one of the best on the market um, but with that said it that doesn't mean that um, I guess we can't speak honestly about the company so i wanted to give that disclosure before we get it got into this podcast because um i don't want to seem two-faced i mean it one on one hand um you know i like some of these companies products but on the other hand uh the uh, way they conduct themselves professionally um i feel like i can be honest about that so justine
0: yeah and uh also for Full disclosure, on my end, I am a former Cresco employee, um, which means that I was a former stockholder, but I no longer am. And so uh, I I don't feel too bad talking about them, but that's just me personally. Um, so, yeah, let's let's get into it. I've, we've got Mike on standby. So, Cole, you want to introduce him?
2: Yeah, let's go ahead. And we're joined with uh, by a good friend, Mike Malcolm, who's actually been on the show before. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing, call. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. And uh, this is the first time you've actually met Justine. So, Justine, yeah. welcome. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Introductions on that part. So, if you guys uh, don't know, Mike Malcolm works for uh, Weed Travel Food Media. And over the past two years, he's been traveling the country, uh, learning the cannabis industry, while visit- visiting multiple cannabis cultivation, processing, packaging and retail sites. He creates digital media content to promote and educate cannabis-related products for his blog, which is WeedTravelFood.com. Weed travel I'm going to say that again because I kind of stuttered on that. Okay. WeedTravelFood.com. And he's uh, on social media. If you check him out on Instagram, it's at Mike G. God, And uh, he truly is one. And so uh, you can also find WeedTravelFood on Instagram as well. That's at WeedTravelFood. Um, he advises cannabis companies on social media marketing strategies and uh, we might have something to talk about with marketing <laughs> strategies here in a little bit. Um, he also creates standard operating procedure videos for cannabis industry clients. So in 2018, just a quick backstory, he founded Weed Travel Food Media to produce digital uh, media content for cannabis uh, travel and the food industry. Weed Travel Food Media's goal is... Is to shed light on the historic period of the end of cannabis pro- prohibition, and to help cannabis companies better connect uh, with their customers. Again, we've got some things to talk about <laughs> with regard yeah, to that. Yeah,
1: you, uh, you pretty much nailed it. Somebody yeah. Right
2: off the website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm actually grabbing. This I'm like, I'm I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! That, that familiar. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so just really quick to wrap up, we travel, food, uh, media educates the public on the many benefits of the cannabis plant. They educate the public on the cannabis industry. Uh, you know, whether that's business opportunities or whatever else is going on. Again, we got something to talk about. So. Um, But one of the things I really like that you do is that you advise local government on the implementation of cannabis policy in their local markets. And um, I've said it like six times. We've got something to talk about with that regard. So um, Mike, just without further ado, um, I want to give you the floor. um, Before I, before I give you the floor, I wanted to mention that, you know, one of the things you mentioned in the last uh, show is that you had 10 dispensary applications in. Um, Obviously, All of that stuff has been delayed. Um, So we can talk about that. But we brought you on for for a reason. Um, A lot of our community, you know, last time I spoke to you, I said that you are an influencer. And I know that you aren't a fan of that term because it doesn't sound right. But really, you know, like I said last time, your place is not to influence people to use cannabis, but it's also to influence people how to effectively and safely incorporate it into their lifestyle. Also, though, you've got a heavy amount of influence in the industry. And uh, I just want to give you the floor on something that I'm just going to say has been making waves in this Illinois cannabis community.
1: Yeah. So uh, you mean the, uh, the the piece that I wrote about my experience with the revolution? On oh, list? yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, Everybody's uh, talking about it. Yeah. You know, that was um, something that I actually hadn't uh, spoken about. I don't even think when we spoke the first time that I said anything about it at all.
2: And, now, you mentioned um, Senegal, but you didn't mention, you know, the whole yeah,
1: and, and stressor. That, that was all on purpose because um, what I didn't want to do, you know, things happen, and I chalk it up. I'm a business person, and I chalk things up to business, you know, and uh, some things, sometimes things, deals don't go your way. I'm a real estate agent. I know that, you know, um, but at sometimes, too, at some point you have to say something. And uh, the, the, the trigger for me with Revolution, and I want to say this, I think cannabis companies need to know this just in general because this was also the trigger for me for Cresco, right? Because I, I saw something and then I went in the red zone. And what that was is that they are giving, they were giving their employees, their corporate employees, the day off for Juneteenth. Now, <laughs> it's a it, it's a nice thought, right? And and I'm not gonna go too much in detail, but I've had other companies that've reached out to me about similar things like that, right? And I told them I don't think that's a good idea. But you know, one thing I was I, so they gave their companies the day off for Juneteenth, and the problem with that is that number one, they didn't even know what Juneteenth was a week ago. All right, let's just be for real. They had no clue what Juneteenth was. Secondly, Cresco and Revolution, Revolution especially, Cresco too, I know the, the majority of their corporate uh, staff are not black people. <laughs> They're not. And um, so for them to give themselves the day off, you're giving the majority of white people the day off for... Uh, for the end of slavery and it's a paid vacation. it's like a company holiday so that means you get paid for that if i'm not mistaken i've had i jo- i've had a regular job in some time but i'm pretty sure when your company makes something a company holiday you get paid for that off day but then on the flip side to that i'm pretty sure that both companies both revolution and cresco kept their dispensaries open on Juneteenth and their <laughs> cultivation centers, I'm sure they didn't tell people not to come in and trim, not to come in and make sure things, plants were getting water, and that's where the majority of the black people that work for those companies work. They work in the dispensaries and the cultivation centers. They didn't get an off day on Juneteenth. Right. <laughs> but the right. corporate office. And so for me, and I, and the second I saw that, all of that went through my head. The, the second I saw them, and then they congratulated themselves, like, oh, we're closing this for change, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's, it was so, it was so...
2: Patting themselves just, on the back. Yeah,
1: I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I was just done. So I was like, okay. Since they want to talk about how great they are and how they are for black people, let me just show you how revolution. Just a just a just a a, a a quick example of how it actually is when you actually try to work with these people, you know, um, as a black man with someone trying to use your image, right, to promote their brand, right. So again, yeah, they do want to act like they all about it and they revolution and we do a we revolutionary. I even told them I'm like, oh man, I love the name, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm power to the people, all this type of shit. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 So that was really what, um, that's what lit the fire. And then it was really just that it was actually something there. It wasn't like I had to go looking for anything. Like, say, for instance, Revolution, obviously, everything that happened with me and Revolution had already happened in the past. Right. So all I had to do was write it down. <laughs> like, because it's not yeah. like the people that gone to that. I, I go to all the dispensaries all over the city and the suburbs. The people that work at the dispensaries have all heard this story. Some of the people that work in those dispensaries, that I'm talking about the actual staff, not just customers and patients. I'm talking about actual people that work for the dispensaries, the bartenders, they know that story, and they have some of them have seen the the thing that I posted with my actual face on it. You know, like or, or yeah. if you have been following me long enough, just last summer, a lot of people saw that because I was posting it. But even when I posted it, I posted it. Knowing that I was setting up evidence at the time, because I'm like, yeah. OK, these people are stupid enough to put my face on their advertisement, on their marketing material and not ask for my signature. Again, I'm a real estate agent.
2: We yeah. do everything
1: on contract. <laughs> right?
2: And everything. you guys, I don't mean to cut you off, Mike, but you yeah. have to see this picture of Mike standing next to the banner. You you don't you're not happy. Um, I'm not it's happy, obvious. Right. And yeah, and that was
1: the first time I'd ever seen my face in a print ad. Period. Right, and then it was for weed, so I, that was like a dream come true. But I knew it was bogus. I knew it was all that.
2: Well, it, the the thing that capped it for me it was not only your facial expression, but the quote. I know, you know, I've talked to you five times. I know enough about you in those five times that you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't say anything like that. First of all. Revolution has the best cannabis in the state, if not the the world. You know, like. or,
1: or not even that, not not even at the line before that when they say because I said something like that. But I'll tell you what I said. Right. First okay. of all, that first part of it says something like cannabis better helps me connect to the world. I never said that. Not only, I don't. I don't. Now that I don't even talk like that. Like, I you know, I get what they're trying to say, but I didn't say that. <laughs> like, I, like I just flat out. Did not say that. It does not better help me connect to the world that ridiculous. But it's not that it's ridiculous. But I didn't say that. I don't talk like that. Secondly, um, the line that I actually said about Revolution was I said I'm a flower guy because they said, well, why do you like Revolution? Like it was part of a questionnaire that they sent Mm me. Why do you like Revolution? And what I said was I said, well, I'm a flower guy, and Revolution has some of the best flower. In the state if not the country now even then i know i'm goosing them because this is something that's going to be used and quoted right so i'm yes i'm goosing them but i said what i said and what i said was that revolution has some of the best flour in the state if not the country that's what i said and I, say I, mean,
0: I think that we also have to take in mind that um at the time when you did this review or this survey were you actively in the process of getting or, you know, getting this ended up being fake marketing contract with them? So, you know, if that's the case and you're going through the process, obviously you're going to say good things about their brand. Yes. You're not stupid.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So by the time when they had asked me to fill out that survey, this was after I had already had the initial conversation with them through Instagram about, um, all of that, and then um, um, I want to say because I'm not sure if that was before or after the photo shoot, but it was right because it all happened in a very short period. Like it happened really fast. Like from the day that we first talked about the me being a brand ambassador when they first contacted me till the to the day that we did the photo shoot at Green Street Smoke Meats. Uh, that was maybe two weeks and then like the next week they were calling me asking me could they use my information so again i'm like yeah (laughs) but but again this is the great thing about the whole thing that's why i said the universe why i'm never worried about any of this stuff the universe always works in my favor right the universe is forever working in my favor because the truth is last year this time i had just came back uh from being in la for three weeks and i was working with brands out in california i was actually i was in Uh, San Francisco for a few days and then I I was in LA for like two and a half weeks. And I was working with a bunch of uh, companies out there. When I came back, Revolution reached out to me. At the time when they reached out to me, I was not thinking about going after a license. I was thinking about it, but I wasn't like really like it was on my radar, but I was like, "Uh," you know, I had a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah. When they asked me to use the image on my market, on their marketing material, I swear to you, (laughs) <laughs> the next thing out of my mouth was well you should help me get my license <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this is the thing about all of the cannabis companies right? including the one that I partner with they had to do it anyway right They they pick who they want to pick but at the end of the day you're not doing me any favors because the state says that you have to do this anyway Right. Right? right. It's it's that's something that the state required for them to help people get their licenses. Like
0: if anything, so, you're doing them a favor by just handing them an applicant on a platter that they don't have to seek out, they don't have to schmooze
1: you too much. They just you see you're ready. And they already want to use my face on their materials. Exactly. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to use my face on your materials, then you should help me get a license. Like to me, then that should be one hand in hand, like that makes sense to me. And they agreed at the time. The person, the the people I spoke to at the time agreed. They were like, yeah, that does make a whole lot of sense.
2: (laughs) And a lot of these companies are trying to do this. They're setting up these incubator programs um, and they're giving you this promise, you know, that they'll help you get the license. But what what I've heard in a lot of cases is that it's an empty promise. And I wanted to back up really quick just so that people can find... If, they, if you don't know for some reason what we're talking about, um, it's an article that Mike wrote on his website weedtravelfood.com. It's called uh, "Hard Lessons in a New Industry." It's a really great article that people have been sharing quite a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't think some—I think some people aren't very happy about it, you know. But that this is the thing about the digital world, you know, like you have the screenshots, and it's just like mm-hmm. the audacity, really.
1: Get the yeah, receipts. you know, it, it was it was a lot to it. Everything from them not paying for the food at the yeah. place to
2: them not having any product to me never receiving any product to yeah. go back to thing, that detail though, I, the, the not paying for the food. Just explain it a little bit for me, like yeah. So um, when I got there, um, I got there with my girlfriend and my but girlfriend. like they they pitch you, you know, like all right, Mike, we want to get a picture of you enjoying cannabis, but. You know, doing your thing because you're with Weed Travel Food, right? And so they pitch you this idea. and Right. Like, they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll,
1: they'll, what they said to me was that we want to get a picture of you in your element.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like, there you go. You yep. know
1: saying? Kind of like doing your thing. You know? I was like, okay. You know, and you know what? It's so funny. Okay. I'm going to tell the story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spell it.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. Because since we're talking about race, I might as well tell the story because I didn't even tell this in the story, so you're gonna get a nice excuse right now. This is uh so while when we're there, it's me, it's their social media guy, he's a white guy, the photographer is a Asian guy. I believe um he's Vietnamese. Oh, please don't kill me if he's not Vietnamese, but uh, I believe I believe he's Vietnamese. He's the homie too, he's super cool. I'm still cool with them too. Um, except for the social media guy, the first guy, I'm I'm not, yeah. but um, and then there was another guy, it was a black guy. I'm not saying any names. Any of these people, people know who I'm talking about. Um, so, but again, they had a nice like rain, you know, rainbow front. So when I saw them, I'm like, oh, okay, nice mixed crew. Like they presented themselves, you know, yeah. in a in a good way. And um, so anyway, I ordered the food. I got there, but they got there before I did. Um, they were already sitting down, kind of like eating when I got there. So, the way uh, Green Street Smoked Meats is, is it's, uh, it's, um, it's a it's counter service. So, you walk up, order your food, pay, and then get take your food, and then go sit wherever you want to sit. Yeah. So, it wasn't like a waiter came over and the bill came and they didn't pay it. They just didn't come over to where I was. Like, they saw me walk in. But yeah. when I ordered my food, they didn't come over and pay. They just waited for me to... You know, come and sit down next to them. Now, again, I could have made a big deal about it, but I was with my girlfriend. We eat out all the time, the we travel food things was about. Wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, it was a big deal, but it was just one of those things where again, all these things that happen. Again, I'm a realtor, I deal with sticky situations all the time. Yeah. I know some things you just put in that mental Rolodex, you know, and you hey for negotiation yeah. purposes. So I'm like, Hey man, y'all didn't even pay for my lunch. Like you know what I mean? Like it could be something as simple as that. So yeah. anyway when it came down to the shoot, and they're like, okay, you know, do like this with the food, try to do like this, why don't you move like that. i never forget the white guy, he was like, uh, he's like, hey, why don't you pick up that chicken leg and just, you know, bite right in it. And at first I was like, okay, pick up the chicken leg. And then the black dude there, he was like, no. yeah, We're not doing that. And then the white guy was like, I don't understand, why not? And then it, The other guy, he was like, no, mm mm-mm. Like, that's not, we'll talk about it later. He said something like that. He was like, well, he's not doing that. And I was like, my man. You know, because then when he said it, it clicked. I got what he was seeing. Right. You know, so again, it's a lot of stuff where even I'm not fully aware all the time. Because I didn't do it, but when he said it, I was like, oh, pick up the chicken leg and bite into it. He's like, yeah, just bite right into it. Fight right into it, and the black dude was like, "Nah, yeah, Mm-mm. like nah, he's not gonna do that." And so again, it's just, you know, I think um, just in general, I think um, a lot of these companies can could do with some diversity, because that's one that's one of the real reasons why not only do people of color, black people specifically, need to get their licenses, but these companies need to hire. right these people need to hire because they have no perspective and if revolution had people in place on juneteenth that were in black of, of black people of color maybe they could have reached out to to them like other companies reached out to me and said hey mike i'm thinking about doing something we're thinking about i had a very a company i'm very close to reach out to me and say hey mike i'm thinking about doing something for juneteenth what do you think about giving everybody the day off and i was like I appreciate what you said. I appreciate the thought. but It's a terrible idea. And these are the reasons why. Right. But you got to be able to have open conversations with people like that so you can understand their perspective, because even though they probably feel like they did that and that was a big thing for them, it wasn't.
2: Yeah, And all it did was rile me up,
1: (laughs) you know, which obviously wasn't
2: a good thing for them. Well, and it riled other people up, too, man. You've been posting other people's stories. And, I mean, I just want to say I don't want to put you too much on the spot, Justine, but um, that's not the first time they've lied about giving their employees a day off.
0: Well, it's more so that Mm -hmm. um, when they decide a day off, it's kind of like how you describe where it's, corporate office gets that day off but those dispensaries you got to keep it moving i mean
2: well and what i mean though is that they made a big deal mike you'll recall this because it was an exciting time legalization it's you know adult use cannabis people can all buy it now and they made a big deal one weekend saying like you know our staff they've just been fucking they've been rocking it we're we're shutting down the store for the day so that they could rest you remember that it was a big deal and all uh, other companies followed but you were there that whole day stocking you did not get the day off you did not get that rest for all the hard work you were putting in nope. Um you know I don't mean to get too into your experience but breaking labor law practices one morning I dropped you off at 7 a.m. I picked you up the next day at 7 a.m. you hadn't even gotten a 30-minute break um, you know, uh, and I want to talk about the experience. If you're comfortable, maybe you were talking about one experience. I saw some experiences on your Instagram. I don't know if you want to get into it.
1: Um, well, the as far as the Cresco stuff, I mean, Cresco, again, they just,
2: you know, they did the same thing. You know, they gave
1: themselves a day off. And then, again, they and then they made a big spectacle about it. They went and put, like, a hologram. They projected, like, the story of... of uh, Um, Black Wall Street,
2: and they did a live stream.
1: Yeah, like bro, we nobody's going to Cresco to look for a history lesson. You know what I mean? Like, though, that like stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Like they just like all of a sudden they just super black now, and like I just you know like so I just didn't like it. You know, and then the thing with them as well, like I reached out to them, like they would be quick to Revolution. I reached out to. Like, right. Re- Revolution, I reached out to them several times through email and I text the guy, the guys that I had communications with asking them to take my stuff down and they ignored me. They ignored me and then they got a letter from my attorney and then they responded. Right. Cresco, I don't have that relationship with them and this, but just that whole thing, if you look on their page right now, I have comments that I left in their page and I'm asking them questions. I'm like, hey you said you're giving these people a day off your corporate offices what about your dispensaries what about retail what about the cultivation and even somebody had even responded and said well cannabis is medicine okay fine cannabis is medicine did they close the recreational dispensaries like you know what i mean like i just don't like being played for a fool i don't like people talking to me like i'm stupid you know and especially when it comes to an issue like this like fuck them, you know what I'm saying, like, like, I just don't like that shit, so,
0: I mean, if, if it was something that they truly cared about, and had always truly cared about, um, you know, there, there was nothing mentioned about it during my years that I was in the dispensary, and it was never, never anything, and, so, you know, it's I understand that things have changed, obviously, and people are more aware of um, issues. I just, to, stuff, I just went to. I just want to.
1: Yeah, I just went to a Cresco VIP party. In, at the end of December, all the Cresco's top people, at least in Chicago, were there. Right. I saw with that crowd. I was like the only black dude there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my homeboy who I invited. And like maybe maybe I saw one other black dude. I know what Cresco is now. I can't fault them for. I mean I could, but that's not what I'm doing. I already I knew that years ago, right? I knew they were. But like I said, what they're not gonna do is take. They're not gonna take Juneteenth and then turn it into Cinco de Mayo you know yeah, what I'm saying, see, where they fucking walking <laughs> around. Next year, they going to fucking all have uh, daishikis on and afro wigs, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm talking about Juneteenth, and, and with ARC chains on and this shit, talking about Juneteenth. Watch, that's what they trying to do. Yep. That's what they trying to do. So I'm just not having that shit. <laughs> and let's right. be clear about their origins.
2: Joe and, uh, Joe and Charlie, they were, they were venture capitalists, Um they're white dudes, and they set this in, this uh, industry up for themselves. I know that they got buddy-buddy with some politicians, and that's why this industry is so fucking small right now. I wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with the delay of these licenses as well because, you know, use COVID as an, as an excuse, and we can continue to have a fucking market for ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, these are they're 20 people that are selling weed in the state of Illinois, and you look at um, Colorado. There's like 700 on the recreational side, and then there's the whole the whole medical side, like over 500, I think. And so, you know, um, I'm not saying that these. So these companies are also over operating over there, and they probably control those markets as well. Um, but they fucking like control this market, and I think that's what you're trying like. They're acting like you know they have these roots in uh, social equity and everything else, and it's like no, you don't. You have yet to prove actually that you have. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, no, they definitely don't, you know, Um, I've heard, I've heard, I'm going to stay away from the whole, the licensing thing, because I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah,
2: no, well, yeah, and you're trying to get one, so let's stay away from that. I mean,
1: and, and, and the other thing is, I, what I do want them to know is, that's how I feel, you know what I mean, and I would rather let them know how I feel, and I'm still hoping to get my licenses, and go into negotiations with them, knowing that I know what I know, and I feel how I feel, and I know that you know how I feel yeah <laughs> right and i know that yeah. you know what i know and i would rather be that than them thinking i'm all buddy buddy with them because i always kind of knew it was that like i said i just kept my mouth shut because mm-hmm. i'm used to doing business but they fucking annoyed me too much I'm, I'm like i'm beyond annoyed at this point and um and oh um what i was going to say though was that um as far as uh oh, i kind of lost my train of thought oh i was just going to say that um you know, at least Cresco, I'll give, I'll give them this, right? At least Cresco and Revolution put on a front like they care. People like yeah. Verano do not care. Yo, they so don't care.
2: Like, well, they well, didn't they go silent them. on social media? They completely went silent. They
1: completely went silent. And the only thing that they posted when everything was going on was growth through what you go through. And then they posted a black square and it says something about we hear you, we see you and we, and we stand with you. But again, it was extremely vague. They didn't say anything at all. They didn't say anything about racism. This is what I'm looking for in all of uh, 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 statements. Anybody, if you're gonna make a statement, all right? <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. The words racism, the words uh, uh, black, the word black community, the police brutality, like some your your statement should have some type of variation of those words in it. And if they don't, then you made a very bad statement. A very, very bad statement. And like I said, theirs was more callous than any any corporation that I've seen trying to get my money. <laughs> like I've never seen anybody out here like grow through what you grow through. And then they are a cannabis company that again is in an industry. That has taken advantage uh, well not the industry themselves, but in an industry that has been demonized for so long and so many black people are in jail for it, for them to have such a callous attitude towards it, you know, and um and then and then I saw some internal documents which clarify that they're internally they feel just the same way as they do as the, as how they're presenting themselves. It's not like, oh we you know, oh, we just haven't found the right words. Like, no, they not, they're not they not interested in doing anything, period. Sure. They're not interested in doing anything. They're not interested in hiring a diverse group of people. They're not interested in giving back to the community. They don't, they're not going to make any They're spaces. not even
2: interested in selling good
1: weed anymore, Mike. Have you seen yeah. the weed that they're putting out? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was going to say, too. One other thing, if you notice the way what I've been criticizing, one thing I have not done is criticize products. Right. Now, I have a lot of people that have emailed stuff on all type of uh, topics. But one thing I've stayed away from is product. And the reason why is because, again, I'm hoping to get a license. Sure. Right. And so one thing I would do is I would carry everybody's product in my store, mm-hmm. you know. But well, again, people just gonna know how I feel, how I feel about whatever, you know, and maybe yeah. and maybe they'll get mad and not even want that product in my store. I don't know. But, you know, like, but but. You know, I've, I've, stayed, I've stayed away from criticizing the, the products, although what I will say, the one thing I will say about the products is I also feel slightly guilty about the fact that I've been promoting the products, and I'm sure a lot of people bought products or got medical cards because I was telling them, hey, you can get legal weed, this is good, that's good, and I, I feel bad for giving them my money and telling other people to give them their money, you know, so there's a little bit of that as well. But also, I mean, it is what it is like
2: you know, yeah so, so we were talking about this. Um, Justin and I were we're growing now. Um, we also have you know good friends that grow, and so um, we don't see any need to go to these dispensaries anymore, especially if they're not going to stand uh, with us, you know, like with with things that we believe in, you know what I mean yeah. simple things, simple things that
1: yeah, you know, and um. Again, I knew I knew a lot of stuff, I think, with this whole um, Black Lives Matter movement right now. Obviously, a lot of people are speaking up right now about a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, my emails and DMs have just been flooded with information. So much stuff that some of the more serious things I don't even touch. I send that on to my attorneys. Like I'm not, yeah. I am not fucking with that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not shopping with them anymore. You know, the state is annoying me at this point. You know, I will say that the state is just annoying me because, you know, it's just been too long, and then it's too much uncertainty. You know, even I know Miss Hutchinson said that um, that hopefully they were they were looking to make some announcements in the middle of July. You know, but not even all of them, just some of them, because they're worried about lawsuits. It's like, bro, I'm just, an, I'm just, I'm just over it, and I'm annoyed, and i and I've already been on the front of everything, right? Sure. So i mean, kind of like the face of stuff. I got people in my building I don't even know that recognize me, like the janitor in my building was like, I saw you on the paper. I'm like, oh, shit. So now every time <laughs> I see him, every time I see him, he asks me about it. Did you get your license yet? Did you get your license yet? So like at least once, twice, or once, uh, or uh, once every two weeks, let's say. I see him, and he's like, hey, you lot. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the point that I I was trying to make earlier that, you know, I don't, I'm not asking for you to comment on, but it just came to mind. Um, Normal made a, they took a demand study, and they basically predicted a year out from uh, rec- the adult use market that we were unequipped, and we needed to do whatever we can to get more people licensed and get this show running and you know what the cultivators did they came out with a another demand study that said <clears throat> we got this this market's fine this is you know the plant the original plan is fine um and if you know i think if we would have actually a- adhered to that timeline it maybe i think if that would have been a little bit better um but yeah, at the GTI same time I like,
1: yeah put, yeah no i know that's I know, bro. That's what I'm saying. Just because, <laughs> just because I haven't spoke their names yet don't yeah. be that I don't know and that I'm not covered. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It just means that I got a lot of shit on my plate right now. For sure. Know? And what I'm not about to do is bite off more than I can chew. And what I like to do is like I did with Revolution. I had a whole story. I didn't need a whole bunch of other people telling me stuff because I had enough on my own. Cresco, yeah, yeah. I had months of people telling me stuff about Cresco. Like, colleagues sure. since last year, people have been telling me stuff about Cresco. I had enough for them. You know what I mean? Vereno, I just know what I know about Verano. <laughs> I'm just yeah. torture them. I'm just torture them as long as I, until I get bored, you know. But, um, yeah, I know what GTI did. I know what GTI yeah. did. I know that they put the bill together that delayed. I was actually just talking about this with somebody in the industry just, like, a day or so ago. Because we were talking about, you know, all the stuff that I was posting. And they're like, yeah, you know, GTI, this is somebody in the industry. They know the numbers. And they were yeah. like, man, that's six. I wrote it down. <laughs> did I, did I Write it down. Because I remember writing it down. It was such a crazy. Uh, I know I wrote it down somewhere. Because I was like, I had to write that down. Okay, I can't find it now. But I know he told me. If, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was a six months delay, which, which amounted to an additional an additional. Um, 25, uh, 250 million dollars in revenue that was missing that would have been out there for like say recreational social equity people that delay. Um, uh, I forgot how he put it. That's what I said I had to write it down because I was like, wait a minute, say that again. But he was like mm-hmm. explaining it to me. Like, but the bottom line is that obviously what we all know is that that delay that GTI um, that bill that GTI helped push that legislation. Um, cost of six-month delay, which equated to about $250 million that didn't get go out to social equity that could have been made from social equity applicants, I guess what mm. so it is. Yeah,
0: mm. like lost revenue for the lost social revenue. Equity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that, like a lost revenue from social equity.
2: There you go. Okay. And this isn't the first time these companies, again, I'm not trying to make you comment on this, but I'm trying to paint the picture. I'm trying to, like, add to the picture. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't the first time these companies have lobbied for what you might consider anti-cannabis or anti-progressive legislation. And, and some might say, what I'm referring to specifically is when a lot of these companies lobbied against everybody's right to grow um, while also lobbying for medical patients' right to grow. Some might say that that was like a compromise thing to make the bill pass. Um, I don't believe it was. I mean, um, I think that that any reasonable person really could have could have made that pass. But again, we don't need to get into that. That's past yes. politics. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I just want to say thanks for, like, coming on the show and being o- open about this and also just, like, for speaking out. I think that it's really admirable the way you did it, too. Very strategic. You know, you didn't jump to conclusions. You let you let those people show you who they were, and then you just showed the picture that they painted. You're like, hey, this, this is what she gave me. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is the picture of you guys, and you're showing it to the, the community and... Um yeah, it's I think it's about time because I again a lot of people are talking about this right now. And um, you know, I was gonna say,
1: yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I was and, and yeah, I mean I again I have to show both sides because again, I was talking up these companies, but I was talking up these companies full with full knowledge in my head of what I'm dealing with. I can hold two thoughts in my head about an entity at the same time. I can justify a means to an end in my own head. But I know there are a lot of people who are probably shocked that corporate cannabis is maybe is not in your favor. You know what I mean? It right. the dispensaries do price gouge and like yeah. stuff like that. So again, I think that again, just as much as I was showing people uh that how they can buy the leak cannabis legally and responsibly they also have to know that other part the responsible part goes back on the cannabis industry as well they have a responsibility they have a responsibility not only to their customers and to their patients but also to their employees right. you know and I'm sure they would like to say that they they uh, they um, have a responsibility to their stockholders okay well I'm a stockholder <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is not much stock but it's some stock. And that's how I feel. You know what I mean? And I said I was early again. I when Cresco went public I that day, because, again, I've been following the industry so heavy. I knew the day Cresco went public. I did a story. I did a bunch of stories. And I was talking about everything. Again, this is 2018, fall of 2018. I was talking about everything from which platform, investing platform to use. You know, do I use Ameritrade or do I do use Fidelity or do I use uh, what's the other one, um, Robinhood or do yep. I use, you know what I mean? Like, so I was talking about all these different. I was talking about that. I was talking about stocks. When do you buy? Which should you buy? I don't know any. I don't even know anything about the stock market, right? But I was just showing because I was doing it. And I'm like, hey, people want to know how you get into the industry. Here's yeah. a way you can get into the industry, and you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Right? You just buy some stock. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You know, so some, same way I, w- I can show people that and how to invest into Cresco. I can also show how everything that they do and maybe why you shouldn't want to want to invest in Cresco.
0: Right, or at least uh, how to watch your back when you're dealing with these companies. You know, protect yourself, understand, and expect that this is coming. So you know, be prepared.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, this, and the, crazy, the, thing- the crazy thing was too with revolutionist I told them I had attorneys. Like I. I don't know why they. That was so weird to me because I, I, like, I literally the day that I got the picture. So the picture of me in their dispensary, right? The, the picture of me of the of the of the board of me in the in the dispensary, right? I didn't take that picture. <laughs> Somebody that worked in the dispensary took that picture and sent it to me. Right, and when they sent it to me i was sitting right next to my attorney and i said look at this shit. <laughs> like, look at this. it was it had already gone past at that point it had already gone past when i got that picture uh i was already working on my application with Columbia care okay so you and, were like
0: done done with yeah that i was button. done
1: i was done with revolution and i saw the picture and I, and, and that's what i said i was sitting with my attorney i'm like look at this <laughs> i'm like, <laughs> I'm, like how, I'm like what is wrong with them <laughs> And I was, was like, okay, about. again, they let's got wait. Up. Yeah, I'm like, let's wait until everything gets done, because then when I go at them, I can know what I'm going at them about. Because if, like, let's say that I didn't get my deal done with Columbia Care and I didn't get those applications turned in, maybe I would have pursued Revolution because they messed my deals up. Because I told them several times I had other opportunities, right? And they stalled me out. If I was, you know again, gullible enough to like really listen to them and really believe in their message and everything that I was being told, I would not have gotten. To this day, to this day, even though I went into their corporate offices in Goose Island the day before I went out of town, to this day, I have never gotten anything from them that said that they weren't going to do the deal (laughs) with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like So I would have just been waiting and sitting around and like, oh, a revolution said they're going to do something. I'm going to just believe in them man i would have been completely so i would have been a zillion times more upset if things hadn't gone the way they gone sure you know so it's just a crazy thing but um i had to i had to say what it is though
2: yeah yeah well and that's what i liked most about what you had to say was that you weren't coming from a place really of like malice you were just literally sharing observations and like can you believe like you like you just you just share like the story in and of itself, you didn't have to embellish it all. It's it's just nuts. And that's why I want to say, again, go to WeedTravelFood.com and Please. check it and out. Even, and even one other thing I was going to say,
1: just to, to your point, <clears throat> even the part in the story when I mentioned the black guy, because that was true. I, I have talked to all these companies. He was the only person I saw that had any type of power. I was like, I want to work with you because yeah. you're the only black man I see in this industry in Illinois, and i I'm going to make you look good. I'm going to make you. I told him, I said, I'm going to make you look real good. Man, you Are gonna you still you in contact good. with him? Mm, perhaps.
2: Okay, good. No, that's good because <laughs> I, I mean, think he, he I,
1: let, let me say this. I think he has seen the article. Okay. I, okay. Word, word has it that he has seen the article.
0: Good.
1: And um, I'm going to leave that at that. Okay. You know, yeah. But yes, I have, I have, I think he has seen the article. Yeah, mm-hmm. understood. I'm pretty well, much cool. I'm still. Let me say this too, because I hope some of the industry people see this. Yeah. Especially my bud tenders. I love you guys. Right. I love you guys. I love everybody that I've for, for the most part <laughs> that I have <laughs> dealt with in the Illinois market. Bud tenders, especially because those are the people that I've had the most community. My people at Earthmed, Tac Center, D33, Mocha. The people that are really you know in the trenches, so to speak. You know, dealing with. You know, because they're essential, work, essential workers at this point. So they like really dealing with it just like, you know, everybody else right now. Um, I appreciate them. And this, none of what I'm saying is personal, right? Except for the guy at uh, Revolution that, you know, tried to get me to eat the chicken wing. Like, fuck them. But you know what I mean? Just in general, though, I, I you know, this, none of, nothing that I'm saying is personal. I know people personally at every single one of these companies. Right. And some of them are have have thanked me for the things that I have said. You know what yeah. I mean? So, again, I just want people to know that, again, I'm not coming. I'm not coming at it uh, as a place of malice. And at the end of the day, not to be like that, but if I don't get a license. All, as soon as COVID is out, I'm going to do is book a flight for another two or three weeks anyway. Like I'm going to fucking kick it. Like I wasn't. You know what I mean, and that's why I wanted to put the message out when I did. Like I'm not, just I don't want it to be like, oh, he's angry. He's
2: angry because he lost, or right. you know. Well, what I mean? like, yeah, that's what know. I liked about your story too. You know, you're you're ahead of of that, so they can't say like it's just because we didn't get you that license, Mike. You know, that's that's why you're so mad and you're embellishing, making or, some yeah, of or,
1: this stuff or, up. Yeah, or or that oh they didn't write my application, so I'm just mad because I ain't write my application. I got ten applications written yeah i get 10 more i wasn't even asking them to write 10 applications how about that i didn't have a resolution add because i even at that point in time in the negotiations i didn't even know the strategy of it all that that's what you should do you know what i mean like that's that's i didn't even ask them for that when i asked for the things i was asking for but um i got that done so again it's not like oh i was missing out on something I, i was and i'm very happy for the most part with my terms with Columbia here. So I don't, I can't even say like, Oh man, y'all just messed my whole thing up. Like I feel good about my
2: deal. You know, yeah. I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't feel bad moving forward with that deal. Yeah.
2: That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, is there uh, you know, uh, the point of bringing you on uh, we tell people this, uh, this is, you know, we actually just had, I want to plug some of the former podcasts that we've had. We had the Illinois Hemp Growers Association um, we had High Chick Society, Jack-Jack. You, that. Check, you saw, that? I saw that? you got to yeah. check out the video version of that podcast, people. That uh, Again, this is going to be a video podcast that you're listening to right now. This will be on YouTube. But we've got uh, our first video podcast um, was with Jack-Jack. Our second was with the Pot Brothers at Law. So if you're familiar that. with them. I saw that. I um, was
1: watching. You were live, right? Yeah, were live yeah. Or did you just post a video? I, I know we, I saw it. We
2: did Instagram Live. Um, and I did uh, the premiere feature on YouTube, so the okay. video aired live. It was really cool. It had like a t- countdown and everything. I'll probably do yeah. the same for this one. So, so I'll okay. share that information so that you can, you know, if you'd like to share, yeah, uh, sure. okay. there'll be a premiere date. So, oh, they, um, oh, they, they messed up.
1: Because now I'm talking, and they better hope I get a license, because then I'm never gonna stop talking. If, if I don't, right. like, i just keep talking. Yeah. Their best bet is that I get a license so that I can shut up. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Mike, uh, what I was, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Is that you always have a place here, my friend. For sure. So. No, I
1: appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. Appreciate, I feel good. I mean, again, I don't have, I don't feel. I got out as much the, the main people that I wanted to touch got touched, you know. And again, like I said, I wanted them to let them know just that I know. Yeah. You know that was really my most important thing. And I think that I've made that point clear, you know, at this point, like I know and I will still do business with you. But I want you to know that when I'm doing business with you that I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the point that I think proves it all that it's not personal. You mentioned it earlier. If you open up a shop, it's not like you're not going to carry some of these people's products. You know I what I mean? You're trying all. to give your customers variety at the end of the day. It's just that you may not suggest those products or whatever else. Right. But you know?
1: I probably I probably I mean, honestly, I'm gonna tell the truth. Again, yeah. I still think that's Revolution the has the best flour in the yeah. state, right? Yep. Cresco has always had the worst flour or yeah. well, some of the worst flower on the state, they have the best carts to me. Yeah. I don't like I only bought it is what it is. Like again, I'm right. not gonna I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't have time for the petty things. Now again, if it was now what I would tell somebody is not go to sunny side, maybe come to my dispensary. Oh yeah. For Once sure. you're in my dispensary, I don't give a fuck what you buy. <laughs> like, There's a... now, again if somebody said like oh what is a black owned or what about social equity however they're going to want to say because now you got to be careful about how you say certain things you know you don't want to actually i want to that's a good question i'm going to find out right because again I... so i'm used to regulations right i'm yeah. a realtor things like steering is a thing i can't tell people to not go to a certain neighborhood or oh you shouldn't move to this neighborhood, or you shouldn't move to that neighborhood. Or this is a bad neighborhood. Or this is a good neighborhood. I can't say things like that. So I have to be very careful as a realtor how to speak. I'm very. I'm curious to figure out how that works as a dispensary, uh, as an owner, and not like a center so I'm pretty sure bud tenders can share their their experiences, but I wonder what the. But that's a whole. That's a whole yeah. Another thing though. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: And there's, uh, so for your dispensary, there's, from what I have heard, my experience in the dispensary, there's some very interesting politics that go into deciding which cultivators will allow you to carry them and which ones won't. Like there uh, was a, specifically. I
1: probably won't have, I probably won't have no rev, no no Rev, Cresco, or Vredo and <laughs> like my shit. There you it's going to be all Bedford Grow and fucking <laughs> like ESO and shit. There you go. <laughs> That's an easy one. Right? First of all, Bedford Grow and Arise have some fire. let's okay? mm-hmm. yeah, not and, right And I'll be, maybe somebody going to reach out to me, but I haven't heard anything from them. Those are like the, some of the few companies that I haven't heard anything from. Um, grassroots is okay. Grassroots is a friend. You know um so I'm sure you know I don't have any problem with them um you know so I'm not I'm not Columbia care you know Columbia care has their own stuff out in dispensaries now you yeah know, they don't I don't even think they have a brand for it now I think they're just calling it Columbia care you know <laughs> it's I've like <laughs> you haven't seen it oh I've no. seen it yeah it's like literally it just says Columbia care on the weed, and it says the strain yeah but I'm assuming that they're, they're gonna work on that but if, that's a whole that's I'll come back with that conversation
2: too yeah well um you know we won't keep you too much longer you said you had to run but i want if, if you have some time you know could you maybe show us some of the goodies that you have uh you were showing us some. something the, oh, yeah because yeah, we were mentioning we're not we're not buying like you know dispensary products anymore so i you know we've got we've got some hardy nugs over here uh that that we've grown and uh like we say, we've got our own grow going and We just kinda wanna give people a peek at like what's out there because the Illinois market is super small. And so like these are some these are some products that uh, are legitimate and tasty and maybe give give a few thoughts on
1: Yeah, so a few things. So let's start with flour. All right. I'm I'm gonna keep it street. I'm gonna stick to the streets. Most of this is gone. But this is oh yes it This
2: is a Yes, Justine, I did just steal your joint.
1: Thanks.
2: Uh, This is
1: the last bit of an eighth of, um, this is some cream cookies. God damn,
2: that looks good. See, you don't see nugs like that in Illinois anymore.
1: Yeah, this is street.
2: This is street weed, though. There you go.
1: This nug is probably impressive. It's not quite as impressive as that. This is actually smoking really good.
2: Some more street weed. This is some Elmer's glue. Yeah. See, yes. and this is where our audio listeners have to tune into the video. Uh, uh, because goddamn, look at this problem.
1: And that's the thing, too. you know. I always. Did you say that on, was
2: Elmer's glue? Elmer's glue. That shit will stick you to the floor. <laughs> yeah,
1: super fire. I, I love glues, too. Uh, but that's the thing, too. Like, the whole time with me going to the dispensaries, I never needed to go to the dispensaries to get weed. You know what I mean? That's why I was even telling my guys Viola when back in 2015 when they were like, oh, come out to Colorado. I'm like, I don't need to go to Colorado to get weed. Like, bro, like nah. you know how easy it is for me to get weed? But yeah. it is cool to have friends in different states because, again, right now, since I'm not going to be shopping at the dispensaries here in Illinois, I know that my people, I know people still want to see the product. You know, I'm going to still be posting a lot of stuff about social justice. Yeah. But I, I do want to show weed. Again. I do want to show weed again. So I reached out. Uh, I knew somebody was coming in town. And I was like, man, just bring me something. So they brought me some stuff. They brought, I got uh this probably might not show as well. I don't know. Cause it's in the past. I actually haven't even opened up these seals yet. And they're sealed, sealed. They're like actually sealed. Uh, but I, I just picked up some some Nilla Wafer. Oh, that's the tweet. That I've heard of that stuff. Sunshine Serbert. That's a pretty popular strain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some Gelato 33. Everybody has that. Some Cookies. But what I'm really excited about on the concentrates because one of the biggest things that um, Illinois doesn't have are rossins, right? Well, the first thing they don't have are black-owned businesses. So yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) So I got
1: some of that. I got some of that from my people from Cresco. I got some live resin and some banana split. Yo, I don't like anything banana flavored, right? But I had some of this when I was just out in Oregon in um, in February this shit is super super fire banana split i got some
2: uh purple kush yep and viola just for the people that don't remember your buddy and al harrington started that company right yeah uh al harrington um um and uh dan uh oh my my, my brain is fried real quick it's okay it's okay we know you said you smoked beforehand so yeah i did it's that good stuff that you can't Dan find. Pettigrew, it
1: Dan Pettigrew. I'm sorry. I okay. don't know why I just had that brain freeze right there. I was about to call him, what I was about to do was call him the nickname. We call him Dan Petty, you know. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but yeah, so um only Dan Pettigrew. This is something I love too, right? Look, some game. So this is really dope. This is Happy Cabbage. Okay. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. This is a really, really popular brand out there. It's like top shelf shit out there. This is a hash huh. rosin. Okay. And they are what I like about them is that they have these windows at the bottom oh, of the package. Nice.
2: Wow. So you can see it. Nice. Really cool. That. Right. Right. But well, and especially in a state where you can't right. even open up. Oh, it's all good. Especially in a state where you can't even open up the product. That's my point. It needs to become more prevalent where these companies have product windows.
1: That's my point. That's exactly my point. Um, uh, is this the one that has it? This is not the one that has it. Uh, because oh, I,
2: get, I get with coronavirus now, you can't let people, like, maybe smell the product that you're selling anymore. Maybe that's kind of weird now. But you've got to let me see it, you know? At right. Like, at least, yeah. like, at least sure. uh, at least yes, if you're going to I think that the smells will continue. We talked about this on a, on a podcast. I think what it'll be is, like, some, some of the higher tier shops in Colorado, they just have display product, The unfortunate thing about that, though, man, is it's sitting out all day, and sometimes you go to smell a weed, and you're like, that doesn't smell good, and maybe it is. Maybe it isn't, but you, sometimes if it's out all day, you don't know. But anyways. Yeah,
1: for sure. No, most of it, and that, that stuff a lot of times was sitting there for like a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll just be the nug that they always show off, you know. I
0: can't even tell you how old our sample jars were at the dispensary before yeah. we finally destroyed them. Like months
1: and months. They yeah, looked terrible. Imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to show you guys too, I really like, this is um, from Dr. Jolly's.
2: Okay, I've heard of this brand.
1: I was going to say, so I hadn't heard of the brand, but my homeboy said they were really popular. And then just since I posted this a couple hours ago, a whole bunch of people hit me up like, oh, man, that's like some good shit. Mm -hmm. But um, what I liked about it, though, is that when you open up the package, you might be able to see this. It has the terpene profile. Oh, nice. nice. That's awesome. I don't know if you can see it that good. Yeah, but it's the terpene profile in there. So I thought that was really cool. Again, just, you know, like the Illinois market, they act like they're so, like, dude, and the shit was probably like $20, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This shit is way more detailed. They give you way more information. It's a better quality product and it's way cheaper. And these people here want to act like they, you know, all high and mighty and shit. Um,
2: And they're not even doing it right. Yeah, and then this one
1: here, this one was really good. I actually uh this is one I actually was smoking right before I jumped on with you guys. This is animal cookies and white Tahoe and again this is another hash Rossin. So that's what I told my guy when he said he was gonna come here, he's like, What do you want? I was like, Bro, I need shit that they don't have here. I like solventless. Yeah. You know, I like Yeah, solventless. dude,
2: solventless is like it, it's comforting for me. The idea that solvents weren't used, like Yeah, I don't really care it tastes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know some people say, "Oh, well, well, it doesn't. It, maybe it's not as potent or whatever. Sometimes it's not quite as flavorful as like some VHOs. That's fine. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I prioritize but,
1: health, you know. But <laughs> rosin,
2: for example, you know, solventless solventless rosin is solventless and the yeah. taste profile on rosin is just crazy sometimes
1: to me yeah, yes. yeah i mean i think i think of course it's going to be different from strain and from cultivator and sure. from processor you know who absolutely does, who has the best like everything is different like i had some um 17 labs actually still up here um uh, from 710 labs this shit is gone now though this shit uh-huh. was super fire this was some uh kaya's coffee yeah it's super fire
2: it are you big
1: into fire. edibles man i'm not really an edibles guy i noticed so, you don't really you do yeah, i mean i i'll i'll try some when i'm bored like during when covid first started i was eating edibles yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like there's literally nothing else to do right in the house it just yeah just eat edibles Uh the cold you know um but no i'm not really an edibles dude I'll, I'll like i'll try some i used to make my own though that's the other yeah. thing I used to bake my own and then I roof eat myself one time and then I was
2: like, all right. Oh, <laughs> I was man, like hot for like the worst. three days. <laughs> that's the worst.
0: Did you make like, it with yeah, concentrate like,
2: or flour? Huh. Did you make it with concentrate or I flour? It with flour? Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I made it with flour and I I made butter
1: and I didn't need carb or anything. Like I didn't know about decarbon. Uh-huh. Like I used to put the flour y'all right in the butter and like I you know, I mixed it yeah. up and um and it, but it was just, it was just super potent. Every time oh. I made it, it was like super. And then I think that one time I made space cakes, bro. That's people <laughs> straight space cakes. That shit was so strong. Out and then yeah. I just didn't eat edibles for like years. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I get into that topic because we're talking about, you know, like not shopping at the dispensaries. And so I don't. I want people to grow their own, and I want people to try to like make their own things. So you can sure. make you can you make too. rosin at home. What's that? Yeah, yeah. You're saying
1: rosin at home. You can yeah, rosin at
2: home. Make your own edibles, but with that, do your research. Don't do what Mike did and what we've done, and fucking get high for like four days straight. Yeah, I think there's calculations online. Everybody
1: has to do that at least once. If you really like, if you're really a smoker, you have to like
2: over consume on edibles at least one time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just make sure to have some water and some snacks nearby beforehand. That's all I'll say.
0: Definitely That's all. Water. So,
2: and stay inside, people, because uh, <laughs> you'll want to. You won't want to go anywhere. I don't even have to say that. So yeah, um, for sure. But. Yeah, well cool. Uh that's awesome. So yeah, just tips for people to vertically integrate themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. fuck these cultivators, let's get And some if more nothing people. else,
1: I'll, if all else fa- uh, fails, find you a plug, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just make <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing I'll say on that is just make sure you know who you're getting from, you know, and make sure that they're not spraying their product or whatever, just have a conversation with them. Most people are willing to talk, you know? Yeah, so. again, and that's, that was my thing, too. You know, I, I haven't, you know, I, I do, I know,
1: you know, I do, I buy flour out in the streets, you know, um, but I, I do, when, I'm, when when it comes to concentrates, I don't fuck around with the concentrates. Like, I want, I want my concentrates come from the store, because I want to know who I can sue. Yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> my fucking teeth fall out the next day. <laughs> I'm like, man, y'all know what the fuck you put in that shit. Um, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying, so um, you know. And again, I personally want to be able to show people actual product that they can go out and buy. You know, Absolutely. Okay, well, I'll leave you with this. Like even this. How dope is this?
2: Hot
1: sauce. That's amazing. <laughs> so dope. Man,
2: I like, could have put that on my pizza today. I always use sriracha, but I love pot, so. Right. Just...
1: That's yes. what I'm saying. So like, like, I, am I big on edibles? No, but
2: maybe, maybe I
1: will be. Maybe. You know? no. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You might as well. I love little edibles like that. Just like, uh, I think I saw like taco seasoning is starting to become a thing. Condiments, I
1: saw yeah. that. I saw that here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So it's exciting. And that's what I like about you. And this is why I want to plug your social media real quick before you head out. It's Mike G to God uh, at Mike G to God on Instagram at We Travel Food, you can get a really good look at the cannabis industry as a whole. Um, and like I said, Mike's got a lot of influence in the state of Illinois, not only with like telling you guys what's what's good to look out for, um, but like in the world, you know what I mean? Or like in you know, the the cannabis industries that exist that you've been to, you know? So uh, that's what I really like about your product, your, your page is you're a local person that like, you're giving us the perspective of uh, the cannabis industry, man.
1: So Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah,
2: that's the goal. You know, and that's why I say that just keep it as um, transparent
1: as possible. You know, and that's why even I, as I was going in on Cresco the other day, I even said like, hey, by the way, I own a little bit of stock in Cresco. It's not enough that it really should matter. Obviously, I'm not trying to talk them up. I'm talking them down. Yeah. But just know, you know what I mean? Because, again, right. coming from the industry where I'm in, real estate, we have to disclose I gotta disclose everything, so I'm just right. used I'm just used to that, you know. So I'm used to disclosing information, being as transparent as I possibly can, and to me, that's always served me well in the industry. Like serves me well. I save I save every text message, you know. I've had a few times few real estate deals when somebody said, "Oh, I didn't say it." I'm like, "Yes, you did." Here, yeah. <laughs> here is you saying it right here. This came from you. You said it, and like, oh, okay, I did say yeah. it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. Like, don't do that. You know, yeah. So I'm just used to it, you know, and so I was ready for them. and um, but all in all, I do I'm um, I'm still optimistic You know, I still have an optimistic viewpoint on it I just see is I, I see all of this that's happening right now is an opportunity for me to get in and actually make a difference and then bring people in who I also know Think the same way like the, at the end of the day the Cresco's and the Revolutions and the Veranos They just have a monopoly on this market the, G- the GTIs they have a monopoly on this market And good for them, you know, but whether it's this year or two years from now, I'm going to be there. Like I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So they can enjoy it right now. But like I said, I'm, I'm just on them. I'm
2: on them and I'm here for the fight. Hell yeah. Well, um, just before you go, I want to say that when I get high, sometimes I get on weed Travel Food and I fucking, I'll either look at the places that you've gone or you've gone (laughs) to and then the food, the food you post, man, um. (laughs) <laughs> I, it like fires me up to go get something to go eat. You're always eating something. Oh, that's dope. Oh, well, yeah. So one last thing on that as well. I
1: am working on my branding. So I got super, super dope um, a new branding that's coming out. It's still going to be the same, but I going to, it's going to look, have a super dope look to it. I finally got my logos and stuff um, that are almost completed and um it it's being worked on right now on my website so if people go on my website the next couple of days it might be a little funky but that's just because there's work going on even right now as we speak
2: so okay. um cool. yeah. well i'm gonna keep an eye on that and maybe we could even uh we could even share some of your new branding you know when all of this stuff yeah for sure running. yeah no you know i'll put it up yeah i'll send it your way for sure
1: yeah Absolutely. as
2: soon as it's done cool all right, thank you for joining us today, Mike Malcolm. Thank as you. always, uh, it's been a pleasure. It's nice to meet you as well.
0: Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah,
2: and again, you've always got a place here. Just reach out to me, man, and uh, now I'll reach out to you. So uh, yeah, same, bro. So. No, I appreciate it. You as well, man.
1: It's always a good time.
2: Take care, Mike. That was really awesome, Justine. It was good to have him back on.
0: Yeah, it was really cool to talk to him. I wasn't with you on the podcast yet. The first time that you had recorded with him. Um, So it was really nice to meet him and get some of his perspective. He's really easy to talk to, a very well-informed guy, and he's had a lot of experience in the industry itself, which I always love talking to other people in the industry, whether their experience was good or bad or, you know, whatever they got going on, I'm here for it.
2: Yeah, and uh, what I like most about him is that he's literally just sharing his experience. He's not trying to, like blow anything out of proportion
0: um right not trying to hurt anybody's reputation
2: he's yeah he's just uh like one of the things i said in the podcast and just to elaborate on it this is the age of the internet and by that i mean anything you do can and will be used against you uh in the internet court of law so to say (laughs) so these people you know they messed with the wrong one so to say um but but again, it's not like Mike is retro. you know, he's coming back for revenge or anything else. He, I, th- I thought what was cool about it is he was just getting ahead of the announcement of licenses. So if he would have said this after the fact, after licenses would have been awarded, and let's say he didn't get one, um, some of these companies could easily turn around and just say, like, "Oh, you didn't get a lot, li- you're just mad because we didn't help you get a license." And, and that's not the case. He had a, a pretty rough experience. And he just wanted to share it. Yeah. So, And I commend him for that. I commend him for coming on air and sharing some of those things. And as we discussed towards the end of that call, we'll definitely have him back on in the future.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, we were very happy to extend our platform to him to, um, you know, spread his experience to a larger audience.
2: It also was like a therapy session, you know, to just talk about our experience, experiences with Cresco, your experience with Cresco um, and, and some of these other companies, you know, um, I don't mean to focus too much on Cresco because again, I don't know if I gave this disclosure in the beginning, but you know, we just did a giveaway with Cresco. So, I mean, um, it's kind of funny because people were, uh, a few people have called me a Cresco shill. Um, but I hope that this podcast, uh, allows you to see that, that I'm not. And, at the end of the day, the reason we did things with Cresco is because they're the one cr- cultivation company that responded to us and, and had a conversation with us. No more, no less. Um, it's not like they're giving us any free product, but, you know, if you could, we, we wouldn't complain. Yeah, and, we're never uh, going to
0: turn that down.
2: <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I want to be completely clear that while we have these thoughts about these companies, it's not, you know, it's, it's out of an honest place, I guess. That's where this all comes from. So, I don't really know where else to go from here. Um, I think you get what we're trying to say, and if you don't, shoot us a fucking email and we'll read it, or leave us a voicemail and we'll we'll hear it. You know. So, uh, just go to slash podcast scroll down, and click the be heard button, and you can shoot us an email, leave us a voicemail, etc. Um, so, Justine, why don't we close out the show?
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us and keep an eye out because we've got a lot more content coming. We've got guests lining our calendar. We're going to be very busy for the next couple months. So we're pretty excited about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. Thank you for plugging that. We do have a lot of content coming up. I'm wow. The calendar, my calendar is full. So you guys have that to look forward to. Yeah. Take care and thank you for listening.
0: Bye.